How can I cultivate a teachable heart? It's not a silly question. Find a quiet space, grab a cuppa and a blankie as you join me, Carly Thompson, for a little spiritual soul timeout as we explore how to cultivate a teachable heart. of the trees, wild people stepped forth, and all of these, and all the beasts and the birds in the air, and their different voices, low or high or thick or clear, replied, Hail Aslan, we hear and obey, we are awake, we love, we think, we speak, we know. C.S. Lewis, The Magician's Nephew, Chronicles of Narnia. This passage paints a beautiful picture of having a teachable heart before God, right? Hail Aslan, we hear and obey. We are awake. We love, we think, we speak, we know. Cultivating a teachable heart or a teachable spirit rests in the fruit of humility. The word humility comes from the Latin word humilitus, meaning groundedness. As I read this, I instantly think of the scripture from Micah 6.8 that reminds us to walk humbly with our God. In her book, Atlas of the Heart, Brene Brown describes humility as openness to new learning combined with a balanced and accurate assessment of our contributions, including our strengths, imperfections, and opportunities for growth. When we walk humbly with our God, when we are like the wild people in Narnia saying, Hail Aslan! We hear and obey. We are awake to what you want to show us and teach us. We love you and we want to live your love on earth. We think we use the wisdom you give us. We humbly listen and stay curious, willing to adjust and learn when some of our beliefs are not of you. We will speak and share what we know and what we can teach others. We know we need you. Here's the thing. We have some stumbling blocks, don't we? None of us can remain completely open, completely humble all the time. It is something that we are moving towards as we become more like Christ, but we are not perfect and we all fail at times. And a sneaky little thing called unhealthy pride, and there is another word for that, which I'm going to unpack in a little bit, it becomes a bit of a stumbling block, doesn't it? It it stops our hearts from being open, our minds from being open to learning something new. We begin to think we already know and that we're not teachable. In Brene's book, she describes two types of pride. One is a healthy type of humble pride where there is a feeling of pleasure or celebration related to our accomplishment or achievements. This is a good 
pride. It is acknowledging I have worked hard. I have worked with the Lord. I have done my best and I am proud of the efforts I've put in. The second and unhealthy type of pride has another name, which is hubris. Brene describes this kind of pride as an inflated sense of one's own innate abilities that is tied more to the need for dominance than actual accomplishments. As educators, we know that learning is a lifelong journey, right? We know that we don't know everything. And I think the moment we think this way, we actually begin to find ourselves in trouble. So how is your heart? Are you teachable right now? Or are you on a journey? There's no judgment from me. I'm a learner by nature and I enjoy learning, but sometimes I don't like being told I'm wrong or that I've done something wrong. I can become defensive and I can shut out voices. We all do this at times. What matters most is that we can open our hearts and minds back up, that we take time to humble our hearts and minds, to lean in and listen, learn, or hear correction. Proverbs 15.32 reminds us that if you listen to correction, you grow in your understanding. Correction is not discipline. Correction is about growth. And you know this, don't you? We see it in our classroom. We do not go around correcting kids to discipline them when they are working on something. We bring correction for growth. You show students that have missed the mark how to reach it. You help them to understand what went wrong so they can reach that goal the next time they try. Maya Angelou says, Do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. I love her understanding of a humble heart and mind, a teachable heart and mind to say, you know what, I'm doing my best with what I have, but I'm going to keep learning. And when I learn how to do this better, I will do better. And she's right. Sometimes we just don't know what is better until we're shown how to do it. So keep a posture of leaning in and learning from everyone, be it the teachers who have been teaching for 20 or more years or a new teacher fresh out of uni. Learn from the parents who know their children really well and even learn from your kids. We can always be learning. Find delight in seeing the world, a problem, a solution, a pedagogy through the eyes of someone else. Shannon L. Alder writes, happiness is always on the other side of being teachable. There is joy in learning new things. So remain teachable at heart, be curious and learn from other people. Find delight as you walk humbly with God on a daily basis. In another book written by Brene Brown called Dare to Lead, she writes something that I think makes a really great mantra in those moments our hearts want to shut off from staying open and teachable. She says this, I'm here to get it right not to be right. Say it with me. I'm here to get it right, not to be right. 
your turn. I want you to say it out loud wherever you are right now. Russ Kyle writes, It is possible to be confident and still practice humility. Be confident in the success of the teachable, sure in the power and grace of that which supports you. So walk confidently with a teachable spirit, a teachable heart with your God this week. Thanks for joining me for episode 21 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul time out for teachers. I hope that Term 3 is off to a great start and that you have been able to embed some practices or daily habits to help enhance your well-being at work and in your personal life. If you want to share about your well-being journey, please send me an email at carly at carlythompson.com or direct message me through Insta at carlythompson underscore faithrightteach. I'd love to hear from you. Remember, we are all growing. We are all on a journey. Not one of us have all the answers. As educators, we are here to get it right not be right. Allow me to leave you with a quote from Kenneth D. Boa. When we approach the spiritual journey with an open and teachable spirit, we will continue to gain fresh insights from the Word of God, the people we meet, and the books we digest.